Uh, welcome back to Sports Dribble. We've got Davo down the bottom left. We've got Randall. And we've got Funky Phil tonight. Welcome. Hey, young boys. Bit sideways. Hey, we're good. Just wondering what's going on with the, the face dressing. Is that just the Funky Phil thing? or uh, Mate, this is an outcome of what happens when your sons borrow your computers, mate. They're <laughs> on there chatting to their friends and they must think this is pretty funny and and I didn't have time to change it, and I don't know how to change it. So it's uh, it's there, and it's it's there. What can I what can I say? It's funky. I reckon. It suits uh, you, mate. It suits you. I like it. Uh, mate, well, what doesn't? Hey, what doesn't? Maybe <laughs> we could get some hair for Hutto. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Dave yeah. and Randall are watching the cricket, so maybe they could, you know, get a bit of zinc on the nose. Pink zinc. What, what's going on this week, fellas? Randall, been happening. Not much, mate. Big weekend coming up. End of season trip for the mighty Toronto Tigers tomorrow. I heard, I heard. I heard a little bit of uh, spring carnival action as well. <laughs> yeah, mate. Bit uh, of spring race, carnival. A few races named yeah. after the boys. There is, there is. The uh, early morning greyhounds tomorrow. Uh, no, Saturday, sorry. Saturday. Tari, 9 a.m. greyhound meet. Yep, Tari. I heard it was the uh, congratulations Toronto Tigers maiden and the Tigers Tallwood Tour. I think and, that's uh, what it was, yeah. Royal Tari Dogs. Don't worry about what's going on in Sydney races, mate. Head up to yep. Tari. Don't worry about the Everest. Get up there to the dogs at Tari, mate. Absolutely. All that matters. It'll be a good foot race, I think, out on the track too. So, see Dave, what happens there. Dave, what about you, mate? Uh, well, we tried to get a little bit of cricket in last weekend. Uh, the rain, rain beat us. It washed out all baseball down here and most of the cricket, but uh, I didn't. I survived first ball. Didn't get a duck, which is always nice. Outscored my daughter, so you guys need to pay up. Um, but who's to say that won't happen this week? She's she's nearly turning twelve, so I'm in trouble now. So, um, but yeah, got got the cobwebs out, ready to go again this weekend. So I heard there was a six and a four. Um, what about your missus? How many did she score? Uh, she scored more than me. She scored oh, 19. Right. Okay. With, oh, with three boundaries in there. So um, I'm lagging behind in the family stakes. So have to catch up. Fair enough. And she took she took two wickets and a run out and a catch. So, yeah. Rounder. Funky Phil, mate. Good to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. We've been seeing lots on uh, social media, obviously. Uh, for those that aren't following Funky Phil, what the hell are you doing? Get over there and follow him on all these socials. Uh, seen him at the ballpark. Seen him at the Down Under Classic. What's been going on for you, mate? Uh, mate, yeah, it's um, I've been doing a little bit just um, promoting some of the younger fellas. And uh, it started off just helping out. You know, like Travi Bazano and Jimmy Nadai, who I, I coached at a younger age, and, and they're my young mates. But also, you know, then Jake Burns and Simon McGuire I've had a little bit to do with, and Clayton Campbell. Um, and I just, you know, the guys, it's hard to keep a track of all the Aussies overseas, all the young Aussies. So I thought, you know, I started doing these little videos on them, um, which was cool for me. I loved it because I got to chat with them and, and see how they're going and how hard they're throwing and what their batting averages are and, and what their coaches are saying to them and, and that sort of thing. And, and they were quite happy for me to do a little highlight package on them. Um, and then while this is going on, so this is all just um, part and parcel of me trying to say g'day and, and do something that I enjoy doing. 
Um, and then young Jimmy Nat, I hadn't seen him swing for a little while and I organized a bit of a BP session. I said, I'll come down to Eastern BP with his younger brother, Josh, who uh, young Joshy Nat, he's doing well um, as well. He's getting a few interested parties looking at him as well. And I said, oh, look, I'll throw you some BP and see how you go. They said yes, and they had to go back um, before I got to do it because we got cancelled on Father's Day. And so they were coming back for Christmas and Travi Bazzani was going to be back. So I said, let's have a bit of a home run derby between you three boys. And then the idea came about that well, I'll invite all the other boys I've been in contact with and they're all jumping at a chance and then a few pitches. So there's a few names coming in there. I've got some good names, not all released just yet. And then from there... I said, well, let's get some kids down and then more kids and then we'll start having some music and then we'll start having some lights and then we started having some sponsorship and then we started having some trophy bats organised and, and more people coming in on it. And now there's, I've got a phone call the other night. Um, there's some PR, maybe some TV crews are coming down that look at them as well. I've got jerseys being made up and shirts being made up and hats being made up um, for the whole thing. And it's all going to be free for all the kids, all the local boys, um, free for the adults as well. But it's free with a twist because I needed to try and work out a way of working out how many people are going to turn up to my event. Um, so the idea came about with a bit of help from some other people is that you go onto the Baseball New South Wales website and Baseball New South Wales being good with that in allowing us to go through their website there. Um, and you will register for the event and you'll pay a $10 donation to your club of choice. That's so awesome. Rather than, it's not, it's, yeah, so it's not basically just paying a donation to your club. So if your club promotes it and you get 100 people down there, your club gets $1,000 for promoting the event. Um, there is going to be a limited number of tickets because we just can't fit that many people in the Knights Field. Now, if people don't know Knights Field, it's, a, uh, it's 306 all the way around. So there are going to be a few bombs hit, you know, um, and we've been lucky with sponsorship with the balls. RBI Australia has been great. Uh, Gary White out of Diamond One, he's donating some balls as well. Um, so we're going to have pearls for the whole whole event and every ball that leaves the yard is going to be a souvenir for the kids. Wow. So, right. yeah, awesome. so it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be cool. And all the jerseys are getting made up and I've got a couple of people um, give me some ideas from jerseys. They're going to be signed and given away to a kid on the night as well. Um, so then the guys are bringing back stuff, you know, so look, we've got like, um, like Jake Burns, the guys that have been released, Jake Burns, he's, he's going to be, he's got some catcher's gear or a chest plate that he might be able to give away and maybe a, a, a St. Louis cap, you know, he's playing for St. Louis and he didn't sign for cheap money and he's more than happy to get on board. Um, mate, I mean, look, there's going to be released, but you know, we've got uh, Jimmy Nadine, we've got Trevi Gazan, we've got Joshy Pearl, Liam Doolan is going to come down, Liam Doolan. He's throwing 98 mile an hour now. So uh, he just signed with the Dodgers and he's going to pitch to one of my sponsors and see if that sponsor can hit him. <laughs> that there is going to be, that's just going to be unreal. I can't wait to see that. What if he hits the sponsor? What's that? What if he hits the sponsor? Well, they get a free pace to pass and, and they free, free pass the first base and they win the tournament. So if he wants to jump in front of a 98 mile an hour pass, go right ahead. You know what I mean? That's uh. Yeah, that's a uh, good, good luck to me from that. But these these um, sponsors have been good. The Fiddler, the Mean Fiddler out there at Rouse Hill and um, and Amber Tyler at Kellyville. You know, they, they've chipped in with some money and that sort of thing. I haven't heard. And and the Fiddler are going to help me out with some lights and, and that sort of stuff as well and smoke machines for, for the, making the event even bigger and better. 
So, um, and the list goes on, mate. We've got even more guys, and they're all jumping at the chance, you know. So, um, yeah, no, it's 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 going to be fun, and and people are just saying, "What can I do to help? What can I do to help? What can I do to help?" And so, yeah, no, it's it's looking pretty good. I'm pretty excited, but it's taking up a lot of my time. A lot. I, I try to do work. I've got a I've got a paving business, and and I reckon, you know, at least. At least 80 hours a week for the last two weeks has just been thinking about this thing. And even when I'm not supposed to be thinking about it, I'm thinking about what can I do now? What can I organize for the next thing to do? You know, how can I make it better for the kids? Yeah. You know, um, and the one stipulation was um, I don't want there to be any sign of this being a, a money making thing for the funky feel or anything else. It's about whatever I can do is for the game of baseball. And making it better so like adam dobb you know the, the old blue socks mate he's he's really been helping me a lot you know he's been he's been unreal you know um so and stevie dredge and, and and like i said matt redmond over there they, they've been helping me out um bj from cronulla brendan johnson he's been helping out a lot with the logos as well yeah um but the participants mate they're they're chomping at the bit they are chomping at the bit to win it they they don't want to lose they like Travis Solo and Jalen Ray were over there getting ready for the under 23s. And, and they're telling me that they're talking in their spare time. I'm like, man, I hope I don't get this person in the first round, you know, or I can't wait to beat this person, you know, and how the round's going to work, you know, how are we going to know what's going on? Um, is it going to be tin or wood? And they voted on it and it's going to be a wood bat round. Yep. So it's all wood. Um, and yeah, Solo has got his dad thrown to him, for example. He wants his dad to throw for him. So he's, they're going in to win it. So yeah, it should be a lot, a lot of fun. And and I think that uh, being a once-off and you know, they won't be able to come to the to it next week, I think I'll I will easily get rid of all those tickets. I don't think that'll be an issue. I think they're gonna go in the first first week easily. For sure. Have so, you yeah. got dates planned for it, Funky Phil? 22nd of December, uh, yep. Knightsfield timing. I don't know about 6:30 or 7 o'clock because. Like I said, there's so many good ideas that the guys are coming up with that I'm talking to. It's about condensing it into the best ideas for the night and trying to finish it at 9.30. So then we can have half an hour of signings and then the lights will go off around about quarter past 10 and people can get back to their cars and go home. Um, so it's a Thursday night right before Christmas. So hopefully, you know, not people, too many people have got a Christmas party on. Uh, but I don't think that's going to be an issue. I really don't. I think... From what I've heard, you know, people are going to be chomping at the bit to get there. Um, so I'm pretty confident that it's going to be a very good success story and, and um, something that hopefully, um, you know, if it, if it works, you know, we might, and the guys are willing to do it and the, because the participants, like I said, they've been unreal. Um, if they want to do it again next year, then I'd be happy to do it again next year. But one, one, one step at a time, I suppose, one step at a time. Absolutely. Yeah, we've loved what you've done so far with the, the videos and, and things like that on your Funky Phil page. You're showcasing a lot of those young juniors that are going through. Who's, uh, who's some of your prospects to, to be those next guys? Have you got any, you know, young guys that, you, that are standing well, out for you at the moment? Well, look, as I said, the, the guys, you know, I'm... The beauty of doing this is that I get to hear and I get to speak to people that, you know, people are ringing me um, and, and asking me for information about certain things. And so I'm learning a lot as I go as well, because I am a little bit in the know uh, from people that I know, but I don't know. I know a lot less than what people think I know. 
But I know, like Joshy Nad, I, I, mate, I think that kid there, um, he's just he's just a pure hitter. He's a pure hitter, and I think he's going to do do really really well. Um, the other kids, I'm still learning. I was lucky enough, like I said, I was lucky enough to coach with Travi and Jimmy, and they're those guys. So like Joe Stevens, also another kid that's going to be coming along to the event, and against Blake Cavill and against Jake Burns, so I knew and Solomon Maguire and Brett Idow. I know, I look, I know of those boys, and so they're the boys I know better. Yeah. That, that the the next group coming through, not so much, but with Joshy Nadai. Yeah, he being Jimmy's younger brother, um, you know, I, I I knew him and I've coached him in the in the twelves and the thirteens and that sort of thing. So, I I know I know him. Um, and I I want to tell this story about Joshy Nadai because I think it's a cool story. Because when Jimmy was about fifteen, and I'm throwing off fourteen, I'm throwing him BP down at Greenway there, and Joshy's in the cage as well. And I'm throwing him some balls, and Joshy would have been ten, maybe eleven. So anyway, I said, oh, Joshy, hit this curveball, you know, so I've thrown him a curveball. Now, look, what, I didn't throw it hard, but I threw it with a pretty good break and I get grown men to swing and miss. Anyway, Joshy's teed off in this thing and bat flipped, you know, because he's teed off in this thing. And I said, you little rat, man, get back in there. And I've thrown the fastball basically as hard as I could throw it from 40 feet. And not only did he hit it, he hit it straight back at me <laughs> through the screen and almost took my head off. And Jimmy's pissing himself laughing. And I had a good laugh, and it was just like an eleven-year-old just crushed me, and and and, and so he, he owns me that kid, you know. He's just uh, yeah, he's a he's a talent as well as his big brother. So that the, that story there, will, yeah, it buzz it buzz my nose. It did it buzz my nose for sure, mate. I bet you had plenty of stories around baseball, uh, especially you know your time up at the down under winter classic. Um, things like that. Um, what was your involvement up there with the, the Down Under Classic? Well, it was, there's, there's three things in, in my life that are better than the Down Under Winter Classic. Becoming a dad, marrying my wife, and buying my first house. Yep. That was number four. It was the fourth best thing. Grand finals, I, I went and played baseball in Germany. Uh, for a while there, you know, I played with it. I played, you know, two seconds in the ABL. Um, all those things, but the the reception I got at the end of the tournament of the Down Under Winter Classic, uh, when the kids were chanting my name unprompted, mate, that was that was a buzz. That was that made me feel good. And and the the whole spirit of that event, the kids up there, um, was unreal. Like I didn't get one bad look. One bad glance from any kid, you know, that from the from the eight-year-olds or the nine-year-olds, the ten-year-olds, um, even the four and five-year-old kids that I'd muck around with um, in the in the park, because I was up there just trying to keep everyone happy, you know. Um, and to the seventeen-year-old um, men, basically, they they never said a cross word. They were happy to see me. They were happy to um, sign my shirt when I asked them to sign my shirt when they got the MVP. Um, all that the kids were fantastic up there, so that was a real pleasure. Um, and the um, what else was it? The uh, I've just lost my train of thought for a second there. But the uh, so they they done that and they they chanted my name and yeah, mate, I'll, I'll come to me as soon as I as soon as I um, stop thinking about it. But Matt Matt ran a real good 
tournament. And that's what I was going to say, is that on the first day I got there, the kids were being welcomed into this auditorium. So they get their lanyards and they walk in. And you can see kids that they, they weren't superstars. And this was the first tournament they'd ever been to. And they've got this massive smile on their face and they're walking around like, man, how good is this, you know? And I said, mate, this is not a normal tournament like you normally have. You know, this was this is better than what a normal tournament is. And then you look at his smile on the face and you look up to the mum behind him and she's got a smile from ear to ear because yeah. her son is now experiencing something. She's just happy that her son was having a great time. Yeah. And that's my philosophy. If you keep the kids happy, the parents are going to be happy. And, the, and that was the case, you know, the kids were, they had a ball. And even though we had a, like a day and a half of rain, everyone still had a ball. It was it was a very very well run tournament, um, and like the kids had movie world to themselves, to yeah. themselves like that five rides, unreal. Yeah, they, they had a ball, and I, and I really really enjoyed it. It was um, it was good, and and people were just nice the whole time because it was just a very friendly atmosphere. Yeah, I know Randall's got you know some young boys that are up and coming almost at that stage, so it'll be good good for your boys, Randall. Um, I know, talking back early 90s, uh, when we went away from New South Wales country and things like that, they used to have training camps with blokes like um, Craig Shipley and Lloydie and things like that. And it was always good um, to have those sort of things. But to have an opening ceremony at Movie World, and I think, was it SeaWorld? You had a closing ceremony or something yeah, as well? Opening at SeaWorld, closing yep. at Movie. Like, Dude, unbelievable. Wow. Absolutely awesome. It's all about the kids, and that's what it should be. It was. It really was. It was yeah. all about the kids, and it was and it was fun, mate. And uh, yeah, no, it, it was a, it was really good. Like I said, the fourth best thing that's ever happened to you. It was cool. Awesome. So how, how did Funky Phil come about originally? Originally, um, Adam Dobb took over the Blue Sox. Yep. Um, and I'd coach against him in the little league, so he knew of me, didn't know me. Um, Matt Cavill uh, knew me, and, and Matt's got the gift of the gab. You know, he can he can talk with a mouthful of marbles underwater, Matty. Yep. Um, so he he reached out to me and said, "Oh, Phil, would you like to be involved in doing this funky field thing?" And I said, "Look, it, it sounds like something I'd enjoy doing. I've never done anything like that before, but I do. Um, being an uncle from the age of like seven years old, I've always enjoyed hanging out with the kids and 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 and, um, and having fun with them." Um, so he asked me to do it and I said, yeah, look, I'll give it a crack. And he said, we need to come up with a name for you. Um, you know, we, he said, I'm thinking about filthy Phil, you know? And I said, oh, I don't know. That's really something I want the kids to call me. <laughs> you know, if I'm doing it for the kids. Oh, I want to. And so it came up with, with, with funky Phil. Um, and I tried F-U-N-K-Y and it, and it, um, it wouldn't allow me to put it in. So I, um, I, I came up with i.e. funky feel allow me to have that as the facebook page and and it came a lot about like that way and i just went down and mate yeah it was it was good because no one expected anything of me um i didn't know what i was doing and and look i still don't know what i'm doing and, and people say oh, i do a good job doing it i don't know if i am but i know the kids like it um and like i said if you keep the kids happy then you keep the parents happy same as when i'm coaching you know if you, if, if if the kids are having a good time at baseball then you know they're going to come back the next year, and and that's how I rate my coaching. You know, how many kids to come back the next year to play? Yeah. Um, and I I don't think I, I can't think of anyone that I've lost 
ever. Yeah. Um, they always seem to have a good time, and and I and I know a little bit enough to, you know, enough to not get them into trouble. So it's you know I I really do enjoy the the kids. I'm enjoying that. I'm actually enjoying the coaching of the kids more than actually playing. And I didn't think I'd say that, but I am, even though I, I still want to play while I can. But yeah, yeah the the entertainment of the kids is, is I'm enjoying a little bit more than the actual playing now. Will we see you out there for the Blue Sox this season? Well, mate, I hope so. It's it's um it's something that after the weekend of Blue Sox, because a, th- a three games series or over the three days, I'm probably putting in 40 hours of work a week because I always get down there early. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I go get all my, my balloons and I'll get all that sort of stuff sorted out. And then I hang around there after the games as well um, and, and, and do whatever. Um, so I do enjoy doing it. Um, but with the new owner, um, he's not, he hasn't really contacted, you know, it's, I don't know if he's still doing it. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know who's taken over, if he's still going to be doing it or not. Um, there's been rumours here and there. and I don't think I'm letting the cat out of the bag there. There's rumours left, right and centre about, what's going on. Um, but a lot of people haven't been contacted. I said, look, if you want me to do it, I'm happy to do it. Um, I'm not going to go begging for a job that costs me money to do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if they'd like me to go down there, I, it is fun for me. I do enjoy doing it. Um, and it's, But a successful year uh, for the Blue Sox is always good. You know, when the crowds are there, it's a lot easier to entertain. Yeah. You know, if you've got five people in the stands, it's not that hard. It's not that easy. You know, um, when you get, you know, you, know, you get more, more the merrier. And, it, and it's just, a, it opens up the atmosphere and it makes it a lot more enjoyable. But, you know, the down under winter classic, I was entertaining, you know, 50 people sometimes. So I've got used to that now. Because um, it's just mainly all the, all the players that they're not a big um, crowd there, except for a few parents. But yeah, it's, it'll, it'll, I'll hopefully do it again. Um, at what level, I don't know. But yeah, I do enjoy it. So hopefully, we'll see what happens. Well, we look for one of the signings. <laughs> yeah, well, I've signing a lot. Yeah, yeah. I've offered my services. I've got a sixty-five mile an hour fastball. You know, coming from a crow hop. I so, tell you what, you beat all of us. That's covered these days. Damo's yeah, got to yeah. roll it over. He's playing cricket this year. Well, I actually, I went in to check a couple of your uh, videos out and I saw the one where he said that he just signed up to cricket and you had the, the little bet on his sister. So I actually got those jokes at the start about he has to pay up when he got score, outscores his daughter. I thought so, it, was yeah, a, that, it was definitely a seasonal thing, though. I think we've got the seasonal. Uh, got got you covered for the season, I reckon, Domo. Well, I was just lucky. When I hit the six, the guy bought me a full toss on my hips. So uh, it's like, well... The baseball swing just came back and it was like, okay, I'll have more of those, please. But then they bounced the ball. It's like, hang on a minute. And uh, this run in between wickets, oof, boundary boundary or six, that'll be us. Have you you partnered up with your daughter on the cricket pitch? Have you batted with her at the same time? No, my wife wife and daughter are. They've they've paired up this year, which which they're loving. But uh, no, she's too young. Well, They've got the women's comp going, so that's why okay. uh, they're they're in it. But yeah, they're loving it together. I'd love to, but I'm not sure if it'll happen. That would be pretty cool, Davo. I um, read something during the week with uh, Ricks and Wingrove, and his career high or his most favourite game or highlight of baseball was playing with his uh, grandfather, his dad, his sister, uncle, and 
Cousin, I think it was, wasn't it? Cousin, yeah. When they yep. played, all played for Phoenix. How cool is that? I still one of one of the best ones I remember was we used to play these uh, sevens up at Nelson Bay, and um, oh bloody hell, what's his name? Uh, a whole family of them from Sydney. The whole family, um, Johnny. Oh, geez, I can't think of his name now. How bad is that? There was eight or nine of them together, sisters, and. Uh, it was fantastic to see a couple of ABL players, and um, yeah, they they killed us all. We had blokes like uh, Whitey and Portelli and Kevin O'Brien and blokes like that. This is just a local yeah. league, and it was it was fantastic. All right, we, uh, we, we, sort of, we did something like that with the cricket. Um, they opened a new ground after my great grandfather, so they had uh, the Davidsons first, the rest of Narara, Wyoming. So. Uh, the Davidson Clifton says enough of us. Uh, Alan at that stage was too old to play, but he umpired. So oh, we filled 11, 11 players. So I got to bat with the old man um, for cricket. So yeah, same sort of thing. Beautiful. That would have been awesome. Too. To the family. Yeah. All right, fellas. Uh, we're going to pause it here for a, a quick break from the sponsors. Uh, we don't actually have sponsors, but we're just going to have a quick break here. So Randall can... Uh, Fill up Refill my drink club and um, we'll be back in a moment. All right, we're back. Randall's refilled his drink. Uh, looks like he's changed positions with Davo. Davo's now on top. Oh, it's just going to make Rangers it a as good as a holiday, mate. You know, all that editing that I do <laughs> for the show, it's terrible. Davo, do you want to uh, give us a few shout-outs from the week? So last week we asked for people to put in their uh, local clubs so that we can give them a shout-out. Uh, please make sure you go to uh, the comment section here and give your club a shout-out. Uh, we're going to do all of the shout-outs at the moment, but it's going to come down to a couple each week. Davo? Yeah, so we've got the Phoenix Baseball Club up there in Newcastle. You blokes know when, them will. So, Never heard of them. Yeah, I know they haven't done anything for a while, but they're, they're competing, aren't they? So uh, we've got the Arimba Razorbacks. Got our Razorbacks from down here on the Central Coast, the rugby team. They always go pretty well. The Hamilton Hawks Rugby Club, the mighty blue and gold. Hopefully they had a bit more success than another blue and gold team. No, they come uh, Alan Diggs or Alan Davis was one that we sort of sent out to. Um, how about a big shout out to the Hamwicks Colts boys and girls? They're awesome. They also they're there in some clubs looking for under 12s, under 15s, and under 18s girls if they're interested. So anyone that knows the Hamwicks Colts, yeah, go sign New, up with them. Newcastle cricket uh, cricket club. Yep. Good to see the Young Street Hotel Vikings. It's the first year in the Hamilton Districts Darts Comp. They finished minor premiers in Division Two. So Mate, nice, good start to them. Nice starts. They're playing, they their, uh, they're playing their semi-final tonight. It's uh, yeah, they they play start playing at nine o'clock, so they'd be almost done by now. They've only got to win six games, so they're probably well, in on the schedule already. So yeah, that's that's our shout-outs from this week. So happy to give them all a plug and keep them coming. Beautiful. What about the week in baseball, fellas? We've had uh, the playoffs start. We had the, we started off with um, the wild card games. 
Now, did the results go as you thought? What's your thoughts on that one? No, not me. I, I didn't think the Phillies would beat the Cards. That's for sure. No, me neither. Yeah, the Mets, Mets losing, like Mets. to go, what were they, 170 days in first and then sort of losing the wild card. That's after the highest payroll in baseball. That, that's that's got to sting a bit, but uh, I was a bit unexpected them to be rolled the way they were. But, hey, that's baseball for you. Yeah. Shirley got work, tapped, didn't he? Fell at work today to was uh, actually into me about the Mets. Uh, he watched our first show and I picked the Mets to go all the way. And they're gone. So who's anyway. your next tip? <laughs> You're back in the Yankees, aren't you, mate? <laughs> mate, I'm on the Yankees. No, no, definitely not. I hope the Mariners get there, but uh, let's see what happens there. So what about the uh, the last couple of last couple of games? So we're into the uh, divisional series now. Yeah, game uh, two today for the National League. Yep. Both what about uh, day one? What were your thoughts on, on day one? What a crack a couple of games. Loved them. Astros, yeah, you but... just can't count them out, can you? Like down the last out. Like gutsy move bringing in uh, the starter, Robbie Ray. But yeah, it backfired. He just surfed that up. And Alvarez, he doesn't miss those. What do you think with bringing in uh, Robbie Ray as a starter, who was probably going to start game three or four for you, now he just got absolutely annihilated. Do you still bring him in as a starter? Like, how, what would your feelings be there, Funky, on on something like that? It's a it's a pretty tough call well, bringing well, him well, in. I look, I'm I'm no major league coach, but I don't like the fact they bring the starter there. I don't like it because I think it's just a kick in the teeth the, the the team morale. You know, they they've got all their analytics and all the rest of it. But I'm not. I'm not bringing him in. I'm. I'm letting my guys that have been doing it and got me there and and keeping that team morale more. Yeah. I, I I still think even at the highest level, I think the team morale and and that sort of thing is important. Um, but yeah, I mean, like if he's your best guy, uh, I'm still starting him. I mean, yeah. that that short outing shouldn't affect him, and he's probably going to be hungry to to make up for it, you know. And and if they're going on analytics, which they obviously do, then he's probably going to be their best option to to get the win. Yeah. You know, so that's, I would still be starting. I don't think a, a few pitches, it's just another bullpen session for him. So getting back out there, maybe getting to those five, though, five or six. Surely yeah. they still had a left, as you say, surely they still had a lefty in the pen to, to come in. Um, it's like, yeah, it's a kick in, the, kick in the guts a little bit too. The guys in the bullpen that have, as you say, they've done it all year and to not get the chance at that top level to be able to sort of get the outs, that could hurt them. Yeah. Just, you know, in saying that, he only he only threw two pitches in the end, I suppose. So <laughs> they, they were both they were both on the dick. But anyway, what do you do? Like, I, I just don't get it. Why? They, just, obviously, was, they wanted a lefty lefty matchup, but they even said Alvarez hits lefties. His average was like three thirty or something stupid against lefties. So it's not really a matchup you want, is it? Anyway, it's yeah, I got. I'll give a little bit. I had a meeting with Andrew Graham, who's been over there, and you know he's probably been coaching the minors for about ten years with Detroit. Um, and I've asked him a few baseball questions over the years, and he's always says, you know, you've got to have three answers. You've got to have an answer for the player, you've got an answer for the fans, and then you've got to have an answer for your bosses. 
you know, um, and so, but it's it's all, you know, it's very dictated now, but he says they're moving away from the analytics a little bit because they know that it's just not working as much as they thought it would, but it's still, but they still heavily rely on those sort of things. And, but I think, you know, the, the Joe Madden um, way of doing it, a bit of a gut feel, I, I do like that, but Andy Graham has gone, mate, there's amount of times that I've had a gut feeling that this is not the right way to do it. Like he puts a shift on with, with um, a right-hander up in the winning round and he still puts a shift on and it pays off. He, he says it feels so wrong, but that's what the analytics tell him. So that's what he does. And, and he's got to do what his bosses want him to do sometimes. So that sometimes comes from above. You know, they, they might have said, hey, at this stage, if you're up by this many runs, Robbie, you got, Robbie Ray's your guy and the manager has no option but to bring that guy in. I just, I don't agree with it, but hey, I'm not on millions of dollars either. So what do I know? Yeah, that's it. And, you know, I suppose too, you know, being a starter, he's got his routine too for every time he starts and whatnot. Obviously, he wouldn't have had that in the bullpen, would have he? He would have just been go in there, get hot, get out there. Yeah. So does that help him at all? Not really, I suppose. But like you say, who makes that call? Someone. Someone does. That's right. What Someone about the... Uh, money than us. <laughs> That's it. Phillies yeah. Atlanta. Uh, game <laughs> one. Were you surprised with the result, fellas? Yep. What was it? Phillies Seven. had their number three number three starter. Yeah. Come out and throw and yeah. It, you know, the score was what, seven six, but seven six. Again, Olsen hit a three run bomb in the bottom nine or something. So yeah. They were getting blown off the park until then, really, weren't they? They were. Phillies just using that momentum of still playing. Uh they might I don't know if you want to call it a little bit of rust for the Braves, having a few days off, but um they bounced back well today. They've they had that game. Uh, it's gone, so they showed who they were today. So it's setting up to be a good series. I think the Phillies had 12 in a row away as well. So their last nine games of the regular season were three different cities, and then obviously they were um, away for the division, uh, the wild card series as well. So it'd be good to uh, for them to get back home and and see what they can do. So yeah. What about uh, New York and Cleveland? Probably went the way we thought. (laughs) Chapman before the series, it's sort of like, wasn't sure if he was going to make the roster, so he just didn't bother turning up for for a workout. Yeah. So that made the decision easy for the club, didn't it? Absolutely. Real real club guy there. Yeah. Yeah. And who was it that showed someone, uh, uh, the catcher, Catching the A's, Voight. Yeah, Voight. that's he's right. He's retiring. He's retiring and uh, he showed up for his blocking practice the day before yeah. he, he retired. Shows you the, the class of the two different people, isn't it? You know, still doing the work. So the Yankees... Come, are, on, come on the Guardians. Yeah. Love to see the Guardians knock well, them off. They're up 4-1 after, after the first game. Uh, I, I see they've got a couple of travel days in between as well. So you may see Garrett Cole... Game four. That Possible. Could play into it as well. I um, there's not usually two travel days in this series, is there? I haven't seen it in the I, past. I, no, I, I thought it was one. I always thought it was just one day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Yankees have, have been two. This, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Yankees have got two, I, I, so you may see. Yeah, with the American twice. League, it's with the American League. They 
to break it up and get those the staggered days so that tomorrow tomorrow when um, the National League teams are all travelling, there'll be American League we're playing and then they're all stuck on the same day gotcha. and they're all travelling on the same days, which is odd. It doesn't normally happen that way. Normally they start staggered. Yeah. But with this new this new format that they've got this year with the extra wildcard games, it's... They messed it up a bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's about the ratings. Yeah, that's about it. About the money. It's yeah. about the money. What about uh, Houston? 8-7 over Seattle. I oh, mean, I thought Seattle had it. Yep. Brutal. Yeah. Shit the bed. What a bomb. LA today. Uh, I yeah, didn't watch today's game. I just watched some highlights. I watched that uh, highlight of the bunt and uh, the play at home. That was sensational. Do you see that, Davo? Yeah, yeah, hell of a play. It's like if, as I said to you, if if he doesn't pick that up barehanded and make a perfect strike, that runs safe. But uh, great play, you got tipped the cap to him. Good, good quarter for a bunt. Not happen. That doesn't happen very often, especially with Soto up. But um, no, tip of the cap to the pitcher for that. So what we seen uh, five three today? What's your mm. predictions, fellas, going forward? Who's your I can't take the Mets anymore. Who who are you taking to the? I guess to the championship games. Dodgers. Dodgers. I can't. I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't see. Like, yeah, look, this is where my analytics will kick in, and uh, the, the Dodgers are a uh, uh, fantastic side. I can't. Yeah, I'd be quite happy to back them if I had to back someone. If I'm backing someone, I'm backing them to win. I'm putting my money on them to win the whole thing. They're, 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 they're just too good, you know. Other teams can obviously win it, but statistically, they're going to win it more often than anyone else. So, Guaranteed, Dave. It's not the Red Sox, mate. Who are you picking? Probably, I'll go the Braves, Dodgers for league championships for NL, and then Astros, I'd say Yankees for AL, but uh, I still think Astros, Braves, World Series. Astros on top. Astros, Braves. The trash cans. Randall? Yeah, I'm same as Davo, actually. I think, yeah, repeat from last year would be Braves, Braves and Astros, which yeah. bodes well in my house with the two kids. I'll be yeah, punching on again. That'll be awesome. Both Randall's kids, Funky, follow the trash cans One. and the Braves, so it's always on in their house. It's always They're always country. cheering, and I'm always looking at the bottom of the ladder being an Orioles supporter. <laughs> Not this year. Uh, not this year. We've turned the page. Uh, well, yeah, well, always... sorry, Phil. Oh, no, no, so I said the Orioles did have a, a good year because I've got a couple of good mates that are Orioles supporters. Uh, Dougie Colville, he was quite happy that they won some games for a change. Yeah, so yeah. it was good. <laughs> got to jump back to the wild card game, fellas. I thought about this today. Uh, there were only a couple of teams that went to three games in the wild card, and. I was sort of thinking how that would play out. You know, they have to use the extra players and extra pitches. Um, Musgrove of uh, San Diego was dealing in that third game. I don't know if he's watched that one. It was just filthy watching him. So hopefully we get to see him go on a bit further in the next couple of games and uh, and start again. Do um, you think that'll be any impact to him or it's just another, another game? Show goes on. Yeah, I think you'll be right. Same as any other any other week in the year, isn't it? 
Yeah. You'll be right. They prepared for October to go on short rest. Yeah. yeah. That's that's yeah. what they play the whole season for, is just to be there and whatever's needed to get through to help their team out. That probably helped taking him out, what, 80-something 80, 80 pitches, so he could have kept going. Yeah. But um, by taking him out around the 83 mark, it, it just allows him to sort of come back a bit fresher, I reckon. Yeah, I agree. Next couple of next couple of days should be good, fellas. Um, be keeping our eye on it. Anything you want to add in to the baseball there? Maybe oh, just oh. about some of the guys that are hitting well. Olsen. guys. Oh. Olsen, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. What is he? Three from six, home run, four RBIs. Trey Turner, you know, with his leadoff home run the other day, but you know, it's only three from nine, but he's hit two hit two out already in what two games. Harper was four from four or something in the first game, wasn't he? Oh, something like that, yeah. Freddie Freeman, two, he's only two from seven, but home run in a double today. The double he hit was, I don't know, two metres off the top of the wall or whatever. I thought it was going to be a repeat. I think it was last year with, with Hayter. Was it last year he, he hit Hayter out in the, in the ninth inning to, or the eighth inning to tie the game against the Brewers, Braves versus Brewers? Can't remember. In a playoff game. Yeah, thought the same was going to happen today, but he hit the top of the wall. And then the old sneaky catcher for the for the Braves, Travis Darno. He, I don't know what it is about the postseason, but him and another bloke, Will Smith, they, they seem to turn it on yeah. this time of year. They always play well. But he's three from eight with a home run, four RBI. It's a double, sneaky little catcher, popping the ball around. It's, it's good to see a few blokes turning it on. Absolutely. Donaldson being thrown out at first by not running oh. something out. Wasn't that great to see? That was great. What, there was one the and, other day as well. Uh, the one that hit the first base and popped up and he probably... straight up. Yeah. yeah. Run it out, kids. Yeah, he d- didn't run it out. Didn't run it out. If he had to run it out, might have made it. But that Donaldson one, has anyone actually ever seen that before where it's hit right on top of the wall and bounced back into the fielder? The fielder picks it up and then throws the runner out. Because he was trotting. Like, oh, so you got thrown out at second base? No, but going he, back to he, first. Was trot, he was trotting between first and second, and the outfielder yeah. threw it into second, and he realized it didn't go out and tried to get back to first and got thrown out. Wow. Now, mate, I've been so busy. I haven't seen much of the games. I saw, some, I saw the wildcard game, um, and I saw a bit of the, the Mariners um, Astros game, and that's all the games I've seen in the postseason, but I never saw that. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, I don't think the coaches at any level are happy with that. No. Yeah, the it went to base, right. He, the first <laughs> base coach and the runner high, gave high five as he went past first base. Unreal. So he, he, thought it was, he didn't think it was a he, double, he thought it was a bomb. Yeah, yeah. It, hit, it hit on on top of the fence and bounced back. So hit on top uh, of the padding and bounced back to the, bounced back to the right fielder. Did they, did they review it? Yep. And, uh, okay, so he was out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's, where's the, Jeffrey um... Mayer when you need him? <laughs> You're talking home runs at right field at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, Jeffrey Mayer. I don't remember that oh. one, Dave. Uh, Jeter or Skensi Orioles. Fair enough. Where he was sitting at right field and he leant over. The ball would have been caught by the right field. He just leant over, caught it. Caught it. And uh, the was a game winner I or made them go oh, ahead. Yes, yes, yes. They did a series on on ESPN or something as well. Yeah, it was 90s, part yeah. of their dynasty. So, 
nothing nothing beats the old Jose Canseco off the head home run though. Still takes the cake. Oh, I love does. it. That was unreal. All right, fellas. As someone Bath- said the other day, how was he not concussed by that happening? <laughs> Bathurst on the weekend. Do we we get any Bathurst in? Yeah, got a little bit. Not, not too you much. I'm too busy watching baseball. The Holden fans. The last Holden. Hurrah. Last one. Was, oh, uh, my, mates, my mates are crushed about it. They're, they're yeah. massive Holden fans. And <laughs> they're crushed about it all. It's not going yeah. to be the same. Like having a Camaro up there instead of a Commodore. Like, yeah. Even the Mustang being there is a bit different. But, yeah, I love Lance with his slip and slide down the end of Conrad Strait there. Yeah. So it just shows all the weather conditions. It's love it. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty the good. The race was hectic. Yeah. I was on a train home with a young fella for the start. So I only got highlights. The old uh, internet on the train wasn't so flash. But, um, uh, was good. I seen the end. I think it was eight or nine safety cars during the whole race. So it was always full of surprises. Um, what about the cricket, fellas? I, I noticed Davo's got the cricket on in the background. What's the score there now, Davo? Yeah, the Sixers are three for 59 in the ninth, chasing. They need 83 off 71 balls against the uh, Heat, first match of the WBBL. So family's interested in that. And yeah, we've. We've dropped two games to uh, England in the warm-up to the World Cup, which starts on uh, Sunday. Sunday. Matty, Matty Wade's still trying to do a bit of rugby league, taking out uh, the bowler as he tries to get back to the stumps or back in his crease at least. So, But, yeah, really ramping up for the cricket. What was your take on that, Davo? Is, that, is, it, is it interference or not? Yeah, is it- but he has to appeal. The I think they said, of course, also friendly. They didn't bother appealing. Just thought, okay, we're out here for a while. Let's just just let yeah. it go. But if it happened in the World Cup, I reckon for sure all of them would have gone up and he would have been given out for, for interference. Yeah, right. Well, we're talking about interference. What about a couple of the NFL plays this week with uh, Brady being looked after with that soft... Protected species. Well, yeah, we'll just call it that. And uh, also Patrick Mahomes there. Um, got one on him. Uh, I didn't agree with it, but uh, no. yeah, what do you do? It's a, it's a crazy rule. Got to look after the old fellas, mate. Hey, there was never that around when um, Davo was on the mound. Or, come on, mate, don't swing that hard. You might hit one out. <laughs> you Pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. The NFL was actually pretty good this week. Um, I don't know if we've got oh. time to hit the NFL this week. How did your Ravens go, Randall? They ended up getting up, didn't they? They did finally. Yeah, I thought they were going to thought they were going to choke again. How many weeks in a row do you have to get to the fourth down and not not fucking take the field goal? Yeah. What are they doing? And then and it not come off. Like, but it'll be good this week. There's a few good games coming up this week. Yeah, the Eagles, uh, Cowboys will be good. Eagles are five and zero. Cowboys oh, are four and one. So what about you the NFL, I... Phil? Mate, I haven't been following much sport at all lately. But no, I'm. I, I, I know this NFL. I like my cricket. I love my cricket. I love. I love my baseball. They're the sports that I watch. But the NFL, no. Basketball, no. Soccer, I've got into. I like my soccer. Um, when I get a chance to watch the soccer, especially World Cup, you know, World Cup, I like. But now NFL. No, I know the. I understand the rules of the video game, and I don't. But I haven't. I haven't got a team at all. 
haven't got a team at all. I, I watch the Super Bowls. That's about it. Yep. Fair call. Anything else on uh... Phil? Phil, um, sorry, Hutto, the Bills and the Chiefs too, mate. Nah, that's yeah. an in in a family thing for you, isn't it, mate? He'll be he'll be still hung over from the end of season trip, so hopefully they get oh, pumped. He's probably already on it now. We don't. Is that our Monday tomorrow? Is that our Monday or is it an early game? Uh not sure. I think yeah. it's Monday. I'm pretty sure it's Monday. But yeah, I was looking at there was a couple of close games. The Vikings, uh, 29, 22 over the Bears. Um, the Saints and Seahawks, 39, 32 to the Saints. Uh, the what else? Choking. Eagles only just beat the Cards, 2017. So it was uh, lots of close games. Anything else happening in the way of sport? In the last Rugby one. League World Cup starts this Sunday too. Yep. I think Australia yeah, played. Yeah. Under 23 start tomorrow. Under 23 start tomorrow. There you go. And Australia's first game, 5.30 a.m. Sunday. Against Fiji, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Plenty of sport on. I should be oh. still awake at that time on a Sunday morning. You guys Last watch week. a lot of sport, mate. Oh, we try. What else is there to do? Mate, oh, in my case, lots. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm off for the next uh, five days off work, so I'm probably not going to get any sport in now that I'm off work. Usually get all my, all my viewing in at work. But, uh, hey, boys, there's one question I wanted to ask you, if I can. Yes. So the betting, um, Otani to win MVP. Okay, have you guys, Have you? what do you think, the odds are of Otani winning the MVP up. Yeah. He's probably oh, like a seventy or something. Yeah. Surely I got him. I got on him. I got on him at 51 to 1. Wow. Oh, stop it. When was he that 51. high? And, I, and I've got... I've got, I've got a couple of Gs on him and I've averaged about 30 to 1. Wow. Now, I don't think he's going to win it, but... For a guy that should be two to one, maybe maybe I think he should be, you know, a dollar fifty. Yeah, and he's paying, and I got averaged him out at thirty to one. That's a that's a good bet. That is a it's very not even good a bet. bet. I just think it's a, it's a calculated risk. Yes, <laughs> definitely. And with Put Judge not getting the triple crown, I think that that goes against him. So it plays into Atani's hands by by Judge not getting that. But he was he was unanimous last year. That's the thing. Unanimous last year. Every thirty out of thirty people voted for him as the MVP, yeah. and he's it's, that's a better this year. Yeah, he's he was eight to one last year, and and Guerrero was a dollar ten, and he's and he still won it at 30, 30, 30 out of thirty votes. So, yeah, I think you can still get on Otani on sports bet at about twenty six bucks. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Oh, sorry, the TAB. The TAB. Yep. 26 bucks. Oh, I checked the other day. Money for jam. Money for a lot more. If he gets up, it's, it's a worthwhile bet. It's like it's like the uh, my Paramount Eels. If they're 501 to win the grand final next year, I'm putting some money on them. You know, that's just a good bet. <laughs> I, if the Tigers were, were 50 to 1,000 to 1, I'd, I'd get some money on them. <laughs> the Tigers, mate. Don't talk to me about the Tigers. Jeez. Oh, horrible. <laughs> The other Tigers were good. The Toronto Tigers, they, they oh, were red hot. But. Unstoppable. 
All right, fellas, we might um, close it out with a bit of uh, let's give Funky Phil Showcase another plug before we go, mate. Where can um, people follow along? Okay, so as I said, well, look, it's it's the 22nd of December. It's going to be at Knightsfield. Um, the promo video and flyer should be coming out in the next day or two. I just need to get a few more things tidied up, but that should be coming out there and and hopefully if these people, my, my new PR manager that's come on board, hopefully that they get on and they'll, they'll start posting things as well. But yeah, 22nd of December, still a while off, but um, I'm going to make it, I think I'm going to make it available for my funky fuel friends first to give the chance for those people to come along. And then a couple of days after that, we'll put it out to all the clubs so they can uh, fill out the rest um, and get those people along. But yeah, it, it should be a very, very good night. And uh, yeah, it's, I appreciate the, the putting it through, but it's about the kids and these these young ball players we've got. We just we just don't know how many we've got over there that are just doing so well. Um, you know, uh, I'm going over in March to watch Travi and Jimmy play each other. Um, awesome. Two D1 players, you know, playing each other, and I've coached both of them. It's um, it's going to be cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Make sure you follow along on Funky Phil on Facebook. Uh, where else are you? On Instagram. Oh, mate, look, I'm on Instagram. I put some stuff on Instagram, mate. But yeah, look, I'm I'm 48, so Facebook's nice and easy for me. But Instagram as well, and I'm on Twitter, but I don't really post there. But whatever it takes, mate, to get uh, news about baseball out there is what I'll do. Um, so yeah, we'll see how we go with it. Appreciate you coming on, mate. And um, don't forget, guys, if you've got a sporting team, pop it in the comments for our shout out next week. Um, Randall, you got anything else? No, mate, I'm all good. Just thanks for coming along, Funky. It um, was good, mate. Great to hear what you're doing for the kids and, and for baseball. I know in Newcastle, we really need drumming up some more kids. So, yeah, keep keep spreading that word. Hopefully it spreads up here as well. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll see what happens, mate. Neil Rick's and Ringrove, mate. You know, if you got, that's a good role model right there out of, out of Newey. So, and, and he said he's a very proud Navicastrian. So, yeah. So hopefully he can get some more players get him through as well. Yeah. Dave, have anything to add, mate? Yeah, follow those sentiments. I say baseball on the Central Coast is worse than Newcastle, so uh, it's, it's not looking good up here for juniors or seniors. So hopefully we can get some new blood, get some sort of kids, parents, anyone going. So anything like this can, can really help spread the word, Absolutely. get people involved in sport. All right. Take care, fellas. Randall, you're off the end of season trip for the mighty Toronto Tigers. Uh, for those that want to play along at home, Tari race, Tari dogs, it's about a 9am start, isn't it? Yeah, first race is, I think, 9am. You'll see these blokes uh, live on screen. They won't be missed with some of the outfits they have planned. I can't, can't give away any more than that because uh, TF Hudson would kill me, but yeah. <laughs> You blokes enjoy. And uh, until next week, fellas. Thanks again, Funky Phil. All right, boys. It was fun. Good on you. Take care. All right, see you, boys.